Welcome to this episode of Winifred Bell Tiny Talkings. Tiny talk about tiny things. Enjoy. In this week's episode, I've managed to mash together my slightly daggy love of 80s and 90s sitcoms with a little chat about life in these coronavirus times. I hope you enjoy it. Does falling asleep on a Wednesday evening around 8.30pm while watching reruns of The Golden Girls on Stan count as winning or losing at life? I'm asking for a friend, obviously. No, you sillies, that's a joke. I'm describing myself. Because on Wednesday night, that was me. One moment I was snuggled up on the sofa in my dressing gown of marshmallow pink coziness, sleeping puppy by my side, sipping the last of the hot Milo while Sophia cracked wise, Dorothy snarked at Rose, Blanche regaled the gals with tales of her exploits with the opposite sex, and Rose dimly outwitted them all. And next, my eyes groggily opened an hour later. The girls of gold were still trotting about on the screen and I had to haul myself to bed. I'm pretty sure I've slept through nearly three episodes, so obviously I'm going to have to catch them up or my goal of re-watching the entire series will not be fulfilled. This is my thing for 2020, watching old sitcoms on streaming services from start to finish. By old, I don't mean 30 Rock or Parks and Recreation, Although they're excellent, and I have indeed watched them from start to finish a number of times, old sitcoms have to be the ones I grew up with. The ones that I watched at least 20 years ago, before the sitcom got all modern and fancy. There has to be three cameras, a living room, a kitchen, and perhaps a few other sets. In the case of the Golden Girls, that's the bedrooms, and the veranda, which they mystifyingly refer to as the lanai. For my previous effort in these 2020 COVID-19 times, I selected the nanny. There, the set focused on the living room and kitchen, but also extended itself to Mr Sheffield's surprisingly small study, given he was working from home with Cece, Fran's bedroom, and occasionally other rooms for sleeping. Importantly... And this, my friends, is where the Golden Girls falls down slightly. The nanny had the staircase to the second level, useful for impressive entrances and exits, and a standard feature in so many 80s sitcoms. Think Full House, think The Cosby Show. Even Roseanne managed to have a little working class staircase while she went about dismantling the patriarchal structures of power so common in the Father Knows Best sitcoms that preceded her. The other element that makes for an awesome old sitcom is, of course, the theme song. It sounds like it should have been written by a combination of Carol King, Jennifer Warnes and Burt Bacharach. I give you, thank you for being a friend, the Golden Girls. The Full House theme song, which I remember nothing about except for the fact 
that the cast drove across the bridge in San Francisco while it played over the opening credits. You know, not one dad in that one, but three. The catchiest song ever from Child in Charge. Shame, it was such a forgettable series. Perfect Strangers, physical comedy and ethnic stereotyping for the questionable appeal of this one. The grooviness of different strokes and the syrupy sweetness of family ties. Gosh darn it, those were simpler times. Better times. For television, anyway, not for my hair or fashion sense, of course. In that respect, the 80s were very bad indeed. See plastic sandals and spiral perms. But blow me down, if you want a good old-fashioned sing-along before your light entertainment started on the old telly of an evening, look no further than the greatest American hero. Look at what's happened to me. Or even... The hyper-masculine drama of righting wrongs and good triumphing over evil in the action and adventure that introduced the A-team to our tiny remote controller screens each week. Yes, I am indulging in an old-fashioned bout of nostalgia for the good old days when we knew who to laugh at and who was going to save the world yet again. These days, it's becoming increasingly challenging to tell the good from the bad and the ugly. It's all very confusing. For instance, when am I supposed to drink the bleach, use the anti-malaria medication or wear a mask? Can anyone provide some clarification? Is it four square metres per person or just 1.5 metres apart? Is this in queues only or at all times when out in public? When I was at Woolies the other afternoon, should I not have chatted with the girl at the self-serve? I mean, she helped me pick up the loaf of bread I dropped. Do I need to spray that with Glen 20 now or can I just eat it? And why can't the tables be moved at Gloria Jean's? Katie's was closing at four, but the shaver shop was still open. Is one more essential than the other? Am I still essential? We had an assembly at school this week. It was only small, but still we assembled in a space that I'm quite sure wasn't big enough for 200 people, given that we all only had about half a square metre each. It is a school though, so I think the rule is that the virus doesn't exist there. Or is that just because we haven't done any testing and obviously that's the only way to get the numbers down? Yes, in the face of these daily conundrums and kerfuffles, good old-fashioned nostalgia is very attractive at the moment. So tonight, as my eyelids droop shut in front of the tropical Miami kitchen of Blanche, Dorothy, Rose and Sophia, I'm simply going to envy them their late-night cheesecake feasts and the fact that their only problem is that they seem to wear a full face of makeup to bed every night, lipstick and all. Maybe that is winning at life. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Winifred Beltiny Talkings. I hope you enjoyed it and perhaps you're thinking now about what is your go-to comfort TV that makes you feel safe and nostalgic for the olden days in these tricky times that we're living in at the moment. Perhaps it's a sitcom, perhaps it's something else. I'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.